From Washington, D.C., I'm Michael Watson, and this is the Influence Watch Podcast. In this episode, unions and left-wing dark money groups spend millions to rewrite Missouri's labor laws, the National Planned Parenthood Abortion Advocacy Organization names a new president, and a well-connected left-wing blog goes nuts after conservatives call it out for misleading headlines about Judge Brett Kavanaugh. Thanks for tuning in. If you've been following the Influence Watch podcast, you will notice some changes to the show's format. In place of the 45-minute live stream, which I co-hosted with Scott Walter, the new Influence Watch podcast will be slimmer and sleeker with just me, Michael Watson, as your host. Each week, I will review some of the top stories concerning the pressure groups, issue campaigns, and big donors driving politics in America today. So welcome, and now let's get to it. Start with item one, uh, which comes to us from Missouri. The 1630 Fund, which is a left-wing funding entity that even the liberal Kansas City Star uh, called dark money. And just to give uh, you guys some idea of what dark money supposedly is, that's a a liberal term uh, coined by opponents of the Citizens United v. FEC Supreme Court decision, which legalized uh, the what are called independent expenditure, unlimited independent expenditures. Independent expenditures are where supporters of a, of a campaign or an issue, uh, without consulting the campaign, su- support that campaign uh, financially, uh, not by giving the campaign money, but by advocating on the campaign's behalf. And the Supreme Court has ruled that this is uh, protected free speech. So the 1630 Fund, which is a liberal group that does this sort of thing, uh, has jumped into a Missouri ballot measure campaign uh, backed by labor unions seeking to raise the state's minimum wage. Uh, The Kansas City Star reports that there's another uh, thought behind this, and it's a fairly common one uh, for minimum wage ballot measure campaigns in states that do uh, initiative and referendum like Missouri, uh, and that's that state Democrats are hoping that the turnout, that the minimum wage campaign will drive turnout among left-wing supporters that they will then be able to uh, ride on in critical Senate and uh, House of Representatives elections, uh, giving them more authority. So even though it's a Missouri issue, the ramifications could be national. Uh, Some background on the 1630 Fund. It is part of a network of liberal funding groups associated with a left-wing nonprofit management firm called Arabella Advisors. It is perfectly legal for a for-profit company like Arabella Advisors to organize nonprofit groups like 1630 Fund, the New Venture Fund, which is 1630 Fund's sister organization under a different section of the tax code, and to then man operate these nonprofit groups. So Arabella is a essentially a consultant on retainer to 1630 Fund and New Venture Fund. And what Arabella can then do is use 1630 Fund and New Venture Fund and some other organizations uh, either to pass donations from other uh, liberal donors to other liberal groups, or even to start what's called incubate, uh, to start new liberal groups. Uh, Before they spin off and become independent organizations, they just borrow the tax-exempt statuses of New Venture Fund and 1630 Fund um, until they're ready to to grow up and become their own 
become their own liberal groups. Uh, and although you know, none of these groups are required to disclose their donors, we can identify from other organizations' disclosures and what other organizations have either are either obligated to tell the IRS or obligated to tell the Department of Labor or freely volunteer that uh, 1630 Fund takes a considerable amount of money from labor unions. Uh, it takes money from the Tides Foundation, which is another, uh, which is a group very similar to New Venture Fund, uh, another left-wing funding entity that uh, takes money from donors and then distributes it amongst other liberal organizations. And then New Venture Fund, the the sister organization, you know, we've identified funding to it from most of your major liberal donors. Obviously, uh, the George Soros Network, uh, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the philanthropies associated with Warren Buffett's family, uh, the foundation associated with eBay founder Pierre Amidar, uh, some of the old-fashioned institutional foundations that are on the left, uh, the Ford Foundation, the Kellogg Foundation, uh, and some of the labor unions, like the SCIU. And, you know, as, as 1630 Fund intervenes in this minimum wage campaign, it's important to note that big liberal money has already had an impact on labor relations in Missouri. Uh in August, there was another ballot ballot referendum. Uh, this was on a right-to-work law, which had been passed by the state legislature and signed by the former governor. And unions, uh, right, you know, a, a right-to-work law allows employees who are forced to accept union representation as a condition of employment, it allows them, if they don't want union representation, they still have to be represented because that's what the labor law says, but at least they don't have to pay for it. Uh, unions obviously want both the monopoly power that right to work gives, that um, exclusive bargaining gives them, while collecting the forced fees that right to work would prohibit. So they uh, they gathered signatures, they put this repeal on the ballot, Now it was partially mooted by the Janice v. Asmey Supreme Court decision, so it doesn't affect the government sector, but it does affect the private sector. And uh, the union spent $17 million uh, on their campaign to overturn right to work in Missouri in the private sector, and they succeeded. They outspent uh, supporters of employee freedom, supporters of business. Uh, they outspent them three to one, uh, $17 million to $5 million. So now moving on to item two, the most prominent pro-abortion advocacy group in the United States, the Planned Parenthood Federation of America, as well as its associated elect. Uh, electoral advocacy arm, Planned Parenthood Action Fund, have a new president. Uh, she is Leanna Wen, uh, a public health physician serving until the 12th of September as health commissioner for the city of Baltimore in the uh, mayoral cabinet of Democrat Catherine Pugh. Uh, she will succeed longtime left-wing activist and daughter of the most recent Democratic governor of Texas, uh, Cecily Richards, who had led the organization since the mid-2000s. Uh, in episode 25 of the uh, old format podcast, uh, uh, Capital Research Center President Scott Walter and I went into great detail about the history, about the funding, about the ideology, about uh, some of the 
dubious connections of Planned Parenthood, of the um, of that organization, uh, and of course, and uh, so I, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that uh, for more in in detail on Planned Parenthood as an organization, uh, and also uh, you can of course go to influencewatch.org for full profiles, full write-ups on uh, the Planned Parenthood Federation of America, the Planned Parenthood Action Fund, and the outgoing uh, former president of Planned Parenthood, Cecily Richards. Um, and uh, moving moving back to, to the new, the incoming uh, president, she's going to uh, take up her new job in October, uh, when comes with the the backing of many of Planned Parenthood's prominent supporters in Congress, uh, especially in the Maryland delegation, uh, among them Representative Elijah Cummings, who represents a chunk of Baltimore, and because of Maryland's gratuitous gerrymandering, a whole bunch of the rest of the state. And we have a light item this week, uh, liberal blog Think Progress, which is a project of the Clinton family-connected think tank Center for American Progress, uh, is very mad online. Uh, Facebook itself under fire for allegedly censoring postings by conservatives uh, referenced a fact check of a deceptive Think Progress headline that was completed by the center-right conservative Weekly Standard. And so when you would share this this blog post on Judge Brett Kavanaugh, who has, of course, been nominated to the Supreme Court, you would get this notification that, by the way, one of our one of the Facebook's designated fact checkers has found this suspect. Uh, so what did Think Progress say? Well, they said, quote, Brett Kavanaugh said he would kill Roe v. Wade last week, and almost no one noticed. Roe v. Wade, of course, is the Supreme Court decision that le- that mandated legal abortion nationwide. Uh, now, of course, no one noticed this because Brett Kavanaugh never said that. Uh, and the Weekly Standard pointed out that the claim by Think Progress and MoveOn.org, another another liberal group, uh, was not accurate. That he, in fact, did not say uh, that he would, quote, kill Roe v. Wade. Uh, Think Progress, of course, reacted by throwing a fit. Uh, they... Uh, were outraged that Facebook would dare to consult with a center-right organization, a center-right news source like the Weekly Standard, uh, in Facebook's fact-checking algorithm institution that the uh, that Facebook put in as part of its changes that it made after the 2016 election, when there was all the arguments about fake news and fabricated stories and propaganda. Uh, now, of course, think progress and move on and all the liberals who are up in arms about the Weekly Standard are not up in arms, of course, that left-leaning fact-checkers like PolitiFact, FactCheck.org, Snopes, again, all of which are either aligned with liberals, funded by liberals, or a an analysis of their uh, of their fact-checks shows that they have liberal uh, that they have liberal bias. Uh, Politifact this week had to issue a correction clarification stating that it had quote repeated uncritically a democratic talking point uh, concerning Judge Kavanaugh 
in one of its fact checks. Um, you know, Think Progress obviously has no problem with them coming out to debunk, uh, you know, right-wing fake news or right-wing conspiracy theories. But when it's a conservative debunking a left-wing bit of fake news, it's it's all hands on deck. And this is important because Think Progress isn't just any left-wing left-wing blog written by Pajama Boy during a period of fun employment. It's a project of very of a very serious entity here in Washington, uh, the Center for American Progress Action Fund, the arm of the Center for American Progress, which is the a very uh, a, a liberal think tank with very close ties to the Clinton family. Back when the Obama administration was office in office, it had very close ties to the Obama administration. Uh, you know, the, the Center for American Progress Action Fund alone uh, has an eight million, a roughly $8 million budget. Uh, they should be able to afford the layers and layers of fact-checking that ostensibly uh, a journalistic enterprise would have. Um, and to get an idea of how close uh, Think Progress is to the Democratic Party's highest levels of their political elite, uh, the, org- the, the Action Fund itself of course, was founded by uh, John Podesta, who, among other among other jobs he's had in Democratic politics, was White House Chief of Staff under Bill Clinton, was Counselor to the President, which is the sort of closest personal advisor uh, for a period in the Obama White House, uh, and of course chaired the Hillary Clinton campaign. If you believe the reporting of Axios uh, shortly after the 2016 election, they uh, got a document that had a list of prospective Hillary Clinton cabinet members, and John Podesta was on the short list to be Secretary of State. Um, of course, uh, CAP and CAP Action are now run by Neera Tanden, uh, a close personal friend of Hillary Clinton, who was also on that list that Axios got of possible uh, second Clinton administration cabinet members. I think she was in line for Health and Human Services. Uh, so these are very well-connected very powerful interests uh, that have been spread that have now been caught spreading uh, have been caught spreading misinformation and are now mad that they have been caught. Um, and on that, I will give the last word to uh, Beckett Adams, who's media critic for the Washington Examiner, which is a sister publication of the Weekly Standard. Quote. I can think of no better tribute to the legacy of Cap's political patron saints than for Think Progress to go after a fair fact check with an attack that includes an absurd parsing of the true definition of a word and allegations of a vast right-wing conspiracy. They do the Clintons proud. That's our show for this week. If you're listening to this on YouTube, we encourage you to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you have subscribed, thank you. And please leave us a five-star rating. We'll see you next week.